is always metal. Correct. But metal is not always steel. Correct. Aluminum okay. is a metal. Oh. Yeah. You can go down. Yeah, okay. Iron is metal. So steel. Nickel. Metal is the tree. And steel is a branch. I don't think metal is a tree. Go with me here. <laughs> yeah, go I with see, you where I, I see, see the metaphor. Yeah, and yes. Okay. A strange metaphor for it, but it works. Yeah, it it's works. more of a steel. family. It's the family. Okay. Like and like saying I am a Russo, but, but I am but a Jackson of Russo. You're a Jackson of Russo, <laughs> son of Jack. Shake your hand. Yeah. I don't know what that was. Is your dad's name Jack? <laughs> no. no. <laughs> Steve. Steveson. My my family, well, my, my mom does, but my the rest of my family doesn't listen to the podcast, so I'm happy to say this, but my little brother's coming to uh, the the Americas for Thanksgiving. Is that an NPR host? Do you guys hear that? <laughs> yeah, who, who's this new person here? <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> And uh, I, he, you know, he's young and he's a he's a young, stupid Gen Z kid, and he gets dumb, stupid tattoos, and so do I. So I'm gonna have someone design the shittiest house with a shield in front of it, tattoo that I could possibly. Amazing, <laughs> that was great. Oh my god! <laughs> and get matching <laughs> tattoos, my little brother. Nice tattoo, Aiken. What the extra, extra ice? Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Are, are you are you actually mean that, or are you? <laughs> No, nice. do you do you like my tattoo? Yeah, I do. Oh my god! Do you, what do you think of Jackson's hat? What do you think of Jackson's hat? I would. I really wish the headphones were underneath it. It's a yeah, later. Yeah, it, it looks better okay. that way. It's a late. If I start the show, and a, I'll talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> I can hear your fingernail hitting the screen. My fingernail wasn't touching the screen. Well, something. My my finger touches the screen. Okay. Line. <laughs> Morning. Morning. <laughs> Dude. Oh, Jesus, uh, well, Kathy. Welcome to Don't Feed the Otis. <laughs> Gladys. That's what I'm going to call you. Welcome to Don't Feed Gladys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Gladys. Uh, I'm Batman. That's good. That's pretty I'm, good. I'm Dave. That's pretty good. I'm Adam. I'm not Batman. <laughs> I'm Hatson. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm wearing a bucket hat. Uh, I walked into my closet today, and there was a bucket hat on the laundry hamper, and I decided, you know, when life gives you lemons, you put on a bucket hat. Mm -hmm. And I feel so many different ways about this. I look like I'm either about to tell you, you know, about my favorite bootleg of a fish concert, or I'm about to park a car with fast food tacos, and we're going to listen to all of Beck's Odelay with my commentary on it. Um, I thought you were also going to say, or I could tell you about my favorite fish that I caught that Last too yeah, yeah, yeah. or i could mm-hmm. tell you uh my favorite uh liam brother do you know what i mean so th- th- they <laughs> could be all of the same person though i didn't mean liam brother i meant gallagher yeah, brother. yeah. <laughs> yeah we I th- somehow we got that oh, yeah. we understood I, that no we I, just, I, 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 I i assumed that's what he meant but i also was like is he talking about hemsworth yeah. or gallagher <laughs> i, I, mean, I don't a even question i guess well, i guess yeah. it was who, a freudian slip that who name. wins there how liam is that hemsworth or liam gallagher hemsworth Okay. Yeah, that, definitely yeah, Hemsworth. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. not a question. Hemsworth yeah. could stomp on Gallagher. I'm talking, whoa, whoa, we're not for talking his about favorite. Fighting. Oh. Oh, my favorite? Well, oh, yeah, definitely Gallagher. Gallagher. Yeah, I don't yeah, give yeah. a shit about Liam Hemsworth. Liam Gallagher is probably a pretty scrappy. Yeah, but the Hemsworth. Fifty. The, but the Hemsworth are 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 strong superheroes. Well, you don't know what's under that parka. I mean, <laughs> Liam Gallagher could be fucking yoked. I guess that's true. He could, he could be he could be yoked. I'm going to the internet for this one. Is Liam Gallagher? Is, is Liam yoked. Gallagher yoked? I, don't, I mean, I don't think so. 
but who knows? Well, let us know what comes up. Uh, is know- Liam Gallagher adopted is the first <laughs> there we go. thing that pops up. I know. It was Noel that generated that. I was going to say, the yeah. person who's searching that. <laughs> I know that he likes to run a lot, but like so does Ben Gibbard, and like they both are probably shrimpy because of that. Who, or lean. Who would win in that fight? Definitely Liam Gallagher. Yeah, yeah. Liam Gallagher would fight dirty. Yes. Yeah, because he's I, British. This is... This is short sleeve shirt. I mean, I, I'm not going to say that this is fact, but I mean, he doesn't look like he's very strong. No. I've I mean, seen people that look like that beat up guys that look like Liam Hemsworth. He looks like one of those skaters where like you like a fight would break out and he'd just come up with his board, smack the person with their board, like straight up like, whoa, dude, this was if a he, fist fight. If he could bring his board, then Liam Hemsworth could bring his brother. And Chris Hemsworth would beat the shit out of him. That would be fair. Then. <laughs> well, he could bring his uncle. Uh, Chris, Chris Hems- how old is uncle? I don't know, 70? <laughs> uh, my cardiologist called me today and said, you have a big heart. Aw. That's not a good thing. <laughs> Aw, he said I have a big heart. He said, come back in one to two years, and I'll tell you that again. He said, I got a big heart for uh, someone my size. You should be worried about yeah, that, Yeah, I right? would be concerned about Isn't that. Isn't that what happened to Taylor Hawkins? Yeah. Well, shit. Don't his, go to Bogota. He, he news, said, news, he news. said his, his doctor told me he had a big heart, and he's like, that sounds great. And his doctor was like, it's, it's, not, it's great. not great. I, I uh, called the doctor for what's happening with my voice right now. And, he said uh, you have a big heart. And, and, and uh, she said exactly what my mom told me already, which was, which was gargle some hot salt water. Uh, and I was like, fucking awesome. That's why I called you, so you can tell me to do that shit. And they were like, can you not talk for a while? I was like, no, I'm a teacher. I have to talk. Did you and also have to pay $500 for them to tell you that? No, I didn't. Well, I have a big heart. <laughs> oh, my God. It's a big heart for someone my size. You got to start eating meat, dude. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> that's the fucking problem. That's, 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 that's how you solve that. that you eat some, eat some heart-healthy steak. Cut out Dr. Pepper. It's not, whoa. Just for that, I'm opening this bad boy up. Um, yeah, no. I I don't think that's something I can fix, the fact that I have a big heart, Dave. So you're going to have no, to get Dave, used Dave's to that. Well, the, Grinch, need, the Grinch's heart bigger. got bigger. And then it got yeah. smaller. You know, anything's possible. Actually, I don't remember. That. The Grinch's heart did not get smaller. The Grinch's heart just got bigger. Yeah, as yeah. he was filled with more love. Yeah. And then we don't know what happened after that, so it could have gotten smaller. Did, he didn't but... have a cardiologist. So if we do the opposite to Jackson, maybe he'll get, I don't love you. Yeah, we need to do this episode, or we need to do these episodes more than once a week so I can my heart can shrink a bit more. <laughs> I can just talk to you more. How's that? That works. All right, great. He's just going to call you on, on your drive home? Mm-hmm. My drive home? Oh. I, I work like five minutes from my house. I rode my bike to work. Well, I meant you drive home from here. But... Oh, yeah, don't do that. Please. Fuck you. I'm going to call you <laughs> He's going to call you now. I don't want it. I don't want anybody. After that, like, after, it's like after a gig. Like, do you just, like, listen to, like, loud music? If I'm going to listen to music, I listen to something kind of, you know, mellow me out. I listen to whatever is going to decompress me that could be loud, that could be mellow. It depends on the day. Okay. Not me. Sometimes it's just pure Nambi? silence. Yeah, Nambi. <laughs> <laughs> he has some pretty mellow stuff. I gotta say, I gotta say, I was I was uh, on the road for five days with Matthew and the Oregon team, and I think that the biggest regret that I have of the whole week is I taught four older gentlemen how to deeze nuts people. Oh, no. <laughs> they didn't already know how to do that. They, they, they never heard of this well, before. They're old. 
They're not they never, that old. They never heard of D's nuts, and and then I started D's nutsing them. <laughs> hey guys, have you ever heard of D's nuts? <laughs> well, I was. We were, we were driving in. We were driving into Colorado. We were getting pretty close, and I was like, "Do you guys think we can stop by Dragon?" And they're like, "What's Dragon?" <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> and then I said, dragging these nuts across your face. And then we drove by a Wendy's. I was like, I'm hungry. Can we go to Wendy's? And I'm like, you, you want to go to Wendy's? Like, yeah, Wendy's nuts drag across your face. It's <laughs> great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then and then we went to this, um, uh, the guitar player, Pablo, actually got us pretty good. We went to this, we played this art gallery called Blowback. <laughs> 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 and we were taking a picture. We were taking a picture and Pablo says, okay, say blow. We said blow. And he goes, blow these nuts. <laughs> That's good. That's yeah. pretty good. Yeah, that's really good. He caught yeah. on. He, he he he's the young one. He's younger than me. He figured it okay. out. Okay. Yeah, yeah. He yeah. definitely knew about it. He didn't. What the fuck? No, it's a generational <laughs> thing. It's people younger than us don't know either. So. <laughs> it skips every generation. Yeah. Do not skip a generation. <laughs> not skip generation. <laughs> the next one will have it. Whatever's after Gen Z or before it, I guess. What? No. Yeah, after. Yeah. I was right. Gen D. No. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. Uh, what are we doing today? News. <laughs> no! No! I said no. No news. Isn't that, wait, did I, what did I, what text did I get? He, he sent us a note that said news, but it's actually not news. Oh. Uh. There was two texts. And they both were news. And they're both news. <laughs> did you guys open it though? I, no! opened, I opened one and it had news. I opened the second one. Yeah, this has news on it. Okay. And this one also... Uh has news on it. It's the same fucking note. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know why it's sent twice, but that it, it was a joke. I know we're doing news. It was it was a yeah, joke. It was double news. You made me feel like an idiot. Oh, good. <laughs> then it worked. <laughs> mm. Uh fuck you, bud. So first off, uh the uh the first uh Taylor Hawkins memorial show happened at Wembley Stadium in London. I don't know why they started this in London, but did any of y'all watch it? All six and a half hours. Yep. Watch uh, all six. Didn't and... didn't watch it live, but I've watched it over the last few days. You've yeah. watched the whole thing. Yeah, jeez. I watched it all at once. Wow. On Sunday when it was airing. Or no, no, I'm assuming. Yeah, I'm assuming you didn't, Hagen. I had the time. I watched it in pieces. Um, so I was like, I'm really. It sorry, was very dude. sad. <laughs> 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 His heart's growing. <laughs> so I I was in I was in. <laughs> take deep That's breaths. Probably not a good joke <laughs> to make this time. <laughs> So I was um, I was in Monterose, Colorado, and we were uh, at a restaurant down the street from the venue we were playing. And um, I saw that they posted the set list and all the clips, and I was reading the set list. Did with... you sit down at the bar? Turn it on. No, no, no. I uh, we were we were just kind of like trying to like decompress. There's a lot of stuff happening, and so I was reading this um, with the bass player. We were scrolling through reading the set list. And I was like, oh, my God, that's so cool. Oh, my God, that's a great performance. That's going to be so cool to watch later, so on and so forth. And then we got to when his son played with him, and I read the sentence uh, aloud, and I, like, instantly, like, like stuttered and started to tear up. And then I was like, I think I need to watch this. And I watched it and just, like, in the middle of a restaurant just sobbed. <laughs> could not could not control it. And yeah. so when you're saying his son, you're talking about Taylor Hawkins. Taylor Hawkins' son yeah. played Shane. with the Foo Fighters. Yeah, Shane played My Hero with the Foo Fighters, which he uh, already had played My Hero recently with, like, a band of people his age. Like um, on the roof yeah. of a house or some shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which was probably him practicing for the performance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, but this performance was, it was like, I think the 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 first time, at least for myself, that I, because I've listened to the Foo Fighters, obviously, since, all, since Taylor passed, but watching his son perform with the Foo Fighters, 
perform my hero so emotionally like not it it felt so cathartic for everyone on stage like at the end shane takes like a basically a drum solo and then he drops a stick and walks off stage and it's like this is like pure like energy catharsis like for taylor and it was it was like really something special dude it was it was emotion it was a fucking really emotional thing to watch and uh my wife noticed something too that every drummer that filled in and played a song when they were done they would do like one maybe two songs and every drummer would be like, like dot <laughs> yeah. exhausted. Even and Travis yeah. Barker. Even Travis Barker. Yeah. Wow. And and Heather yeah, was most of them played two to four songs at most. Yeah, but I think Travis. And yeah. Even then, they were like they're done. Exhausted. Yeah. And uh, Heather was like, they used to do this for like three hours, and Taylor would sing. Yeah. But I also think that they're they're like they're literally shoving all of their emotion into the performance. Yeah. I think that like there's yeah. like an extra layer. Them, yeah, especially. There's an extra layer of like exhaustion that comes with this where you're like and it's also pressure and it's also like I mean it's there's there's so many layers of performing that. I, I don't know how Dave Grohl performed for six hours like especially performing that stuff for six hours. It was off and on. Yeah, but like I mean, he, yeah. he, it was off and on but he was in a lot of it. That's he, honestly, he was present during all. He of was it. like the MC basically. Yeah, more or less it was him, him and, and Jason, Jason Sudeikis. Which was weird. <laughs> That was weird, but I, I think yeah. he. Um, it's probably better that he did that, yeah, than just like stand around and watch. Of course, yeah. but like, like that's the, that's the. It's shocking he did. It's like it's a, a crazy amount of energy. Like I don't well, know how. Yeah, he, he he did look exhausted by yeah. the end. Yeah, I mean he, guy had bags under his eyes like he hasn't slept in weeks. Like, he probably he, hasn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, because there's a also an unconfirmed rumor going around that his mother died too. I don't think it's unconfirmed. His daughter talked about it somewhere. Yeah. But Jesus Christ. He's really going through it. Yeah. yeah. His, Fuck. His mom died a couple weeks ago. Yeah. yeah. Holy shit. God shit. damn. Um Yeah, the only thing that I skipped through it uh just a bit um, cuz a, a lot of the stuff that was like what was that the the James band or some the James gang I, I, what a fucking like, letdown that was whenever uh, he said like joe walsh i was like yep i'm gonna skip this yeah. immediately i don't give a shit i pretty um, much immediately was like this is not gonna be good i i love joe walsh i love him a lot that was not performing good. today though no yeah like and even with the eagles he's still really good because the band is really good but those two dudes that were playing i guess they're the original members they just couldn't hang there, there were moments like that where you know I was skipping around just to trying to get my lay of the land understood, understand what happened, but like I knew for me I wasn't going to ever watch that entire thing, let alone watch even like an hour of it. I knew I wasn't going to do that, um. So like I was skipping around and like there would be points where I would get in the middle. I was like, why the fuck is Mark Ronson on stage? What the fuck? And then I would skip around to something else and I was like, I have no clue who this is, but okay, cool. Uh, and then I got, I was like, is that fucking Queen? Hell yeah. And then I watched Queen's Queen whole set. The, they had like four songs, right? Five songs. Five songs. Dude, yeah. Did you, in uh, Love of My Life, mm-hmm. yeah. when he had everybody put the their only, phones up. Yeah, oh the, my God. Yeah. The only good song of their set. <clears throat> yeah. I agree. Yeah. Uh, did you see the, uh, when Brian John, not, was it Brian, Brian. John? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah with, from uh, ACDC. AC. That was rough. That was very rough. And then that's, the lead singer. why he called out. Uh, Justin Hawkins. Justin Hawkins. Is that why he he was having a hard time? I think he realized it, and he apparently motioned to him to come out. But it didn't look help. like like he no, wanted it, him there. It no, like it's bad. really yeah. tense. Yeah, it was really awkward. I'll have to go yeah, watch they, that. I love Justin Hawkins. So do he, I. He talks about that in some interview after, and he's like, "No, no." He he was like telling me he's like I, he fucked up, and he's like, "I need somebody to save me." Like, oh kind wow, because he's you know older. So yeah, it was weird because he was going back and forth. Uh, Brian 
John. I think Brian Johnson, but I, I don't want to. I think that's right. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Brian Jones is the one from uh, the not the Beatles, the Beach Boys, right? I don't remember. Fuck my yeah. brain. My brain is. They'll all be dead soon. It doesn't matter. <laughs> um, <laughs> and he he was going back and forth from that ACDC voice to like, oh, you just that's how you really sound. I was like, yeah. it was weird. It's like he dropped the ACDC, and I was like, oh my god. This During is... Let There Be Rock. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. was like, oh my god, that's your real voice. <laughs> That was so strange. I was, was like, the so fucking strange. mask was off. I was like, I will never watch you perform with ACDC ever again. This is like, I cannot yeah. do this. It was so strange. Not like in the like, oh, he couldn't sing, but in the sense of like. It's just weird. Yeah. Like, I guess he just hadn't performed the song in a while. Yeah. I think the the two drummers that held their own were Josh Freeze and uh, um, what's his name? Rufus Taylor. Yeah. yeah. And Rufus Taylor is the drummer for The Darkness. Oh fuck! I forgot that. So if Dave Grohl calls and, and is like uh, Roger Taylor's Roger son. Taylor's yep. son, and I think Taylor, Taylor is his godfather. Yeah. Yep. So I think if Dave Grohl calls, he's gonna have to make that call and be like, "Hey, I'm sorry, you got to come play with us." Holy shit! And what would you what would you do if you were Justin Hawkins? I think I you, mean, would, that... you would you would let him go do that. And <laughs> yeah. Be like, I hope we can still play something. Yeah. Rufus Taylor, Justin Hawkins, Taylor Hawkins. Yeah. I mean, at that, sorry. At that point, it's like um, that's, no... that's that's like when Dave Grohl got the call from Tom Petty. Exactly. Yeah. 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 There's only like two original members in the darkness, and it's Justin Hawkins and his brother. Um, so, uh, I don't think he would too, be too pressed on that. And well, yeah. I mean, yeah. do they play a lot of shows either? I don't. They don't play a idea. ton. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, they tour like two to three times a year. Well, and Josh Freeze is the drummer for the Offspring now, because their drummer quit because he wouldn't get vaccinated. How was the? Uh, um, them crooked vultures i know you guys are fans i somehow that surprised me oh i, I was shocked i, I did I, I was surprised because i knew they were all going to be there i didn't think they were going to play i was yeah. shocked and I, and, and I am seriously thinking about finding a way to get to la because that's a band that i would like i bet the they're the same gonna, thing yeah, yeah. If john, <laughs> but if john paul jones is going to be in la it, w- it wouldn't surprise me it's like it's like that that's a band that i'll travel for even to play even to see fucking three songs you know but that, that, the outsider in me the cynical saw that like and because they opened it right or no no they were know. like in the middle right or they opened liam whatever. gallagher opened liam it. gallagher oh, okay. opened it and then they had josh homie up there for a david bowie cover set yeah uh, well, which was actually really good josh homie does a good bowie turns out he's really but. been just letting that falsetto go like yeah yeah letting it fly out into the air and it sounds good i don't know but uh, so like the cynic and me, I and because I thought that they opened the show because whatever stream I watched started with them, and I was just like, "This is weird. What does this have to do with Taylor Hawkins? This group?" And I, I was like, "Is this like I mean, a that, Dave that Grohl group thing?" Has nothing to do with it. Yeah, yeah you're so right. that's what I, I immediately was like, "What the fuck is this?" And then as I went along, I was like, "Okay, uh, maybe I missed something." But yeah, um, yeah, well, they did an Elton John song. Yeah, Elton yeah. John was one of Taylor's biggest heroes. Yeah, so that might be the reason that. Yeah. That is the only thing that tied in, though. Plus, like, plus, like, they've all. I mean, like, I guess Josh Homme hadn't played with Taylor, but John Paul Jones played with Taylor before, and so yeah. I imagine, like, you know, Josh Homme's probably you know is friends with the group, so I imagine the easiest way to get them, to, you know, all like, especially John Paul Jones to do something, just do vultures Wars to do that. Yeah, yeah. but uh, when Josh Homme said, uh, "We're them crooked vultures for today," I guess he yeah. said something like he, that. He yeah. said it kind of weird, like, "Oh yeah. yeah, by the way, we're them crooked vultures, maybe or something like yeah. that." Yeah, <laughs> like, he was acting super weird the whole time he was on stage. Yeah, yeah. He was talking to, like his kid came up and gave him a hug and was like, "Oh, whose kid was that?" And he's like, "I'm just fucking joking, okay?" Yeah, yeah. it's like, dude, slow down. That's 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 just him on stage. He's I know. A yeah, super yeah, but, goofy but dude. But then he was. Uh, they played "Long Slow Goodbye," 
and he was like, um, we're all going to die very soon anyway, so let's just uh, let's have fun. And yeah. he, this one is uh, this is this song. And I was That's like, not the place. No. Yeah. No. Not at all. Super insensitive. Um, yeah. So I guess my my theory on why they did uh, the London one first or the instead of because you would think that well, they would do the stateside, right? Yeah, well, I think it's because Queen was his favorite band. And like, how do you get Queen? Like, yeah, Queen would sure. come to L.A. But like, but let's it's, just do it it's, over it's there. Really it's weird. The significance of Wembley. What? Yes. Yeah. But Wembley is a giant stadium. Because this whole, how many people were there? Like 90,000 90, plus. That's capacity at Wembley. And they're playing in, in LA. They're playing at the Forum, which is like 24,000 people. I, which I, seems totally backwards yeah. to me to also, have like the, the crazy big tribute show to be like the big venue that's like the most prestigious one. Nobody gives a shit about the Forum, really. Like uh, yeah. Before we move on from this, uh, uh, if there are any other cynics like me and you hear like, oh, of course they wanted that, the more money, uh, all the money went to charity. So yeah. It, yeah. it's not like Dave Grohl lining his pocket. I would I would probably guess the real reason is because of schedules. Yeah. I yeah. would guess that like the like the simple reason as to why this happened was maybe Wembley had that date and the forum had that date. Like because this I mean like yeah. That's for giant stadiums th- this was planned maybe 6 months ago. Maybe. Like, like if they started maybe. to hit the ground it's running yeah. that long? Yeah. 6 March. months. March. Yeah. Holy shit. So like yeah. if they hit the ground running on it, which I'm sure they didn't. No. Even if they had somebody in the Foo Fighters like business side of things, like start trying to book dates for things, it was at most six months ago. Which is yeah, was it March or April? I think it was late March. Okay, I think I think so too. But yeah, uh, I it, I think that it probably just came down to scheduling. I think that it was just like a, a simple like logistical thing, especially yeah. with all the people they want to come. So like, how do you, how do you make that all work? Right. Yeah. Well, there's obviously people they wanted to have at this show that they couldn't get so they're at the LA show namely one was Chris Novoselic wasn't there he was yeah. supposed to be yeah Novoselic 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 oh wait <laughs> I thought it was Chris Novoselic Novoselic these nuts oh good, good one. one good one <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, okay y'all got anything else to say about this or you just want to bring it back up whenever the LA one happens we'll yeah I mean it, I think, bring it back up let me bring it back up I think I think that uh, do you think there will be crossover like, like crossover episode? Like, do you? No, no, no. Do you think like them crooked vultures will perform again? Oh, I mean, I there's okay. a lot. There's yeah. a lot of people on the uh, list who are the same. The, yeah, a lot of yeah. the list yeah. is the same or close enough to the same. They're probably going to do similar things. I would assume they'll do different songs because they're also going to live stream that one. Uh, I don't know if we have any numbers about how many people watched this one, but I would assume At it was a lot four. of people. <laughs> yeah. I know that I had a lot of like <laughs> mutuals on Facebook and Instagram who were posting about watching it live. Yeah, I was thinking about how many people watched it live would yeah. be interesting because it seems like I don't didn't go look this up because I don't know where to find this really, but like I don't really remember the last benefit concert or tribute concert kind of yeah. thing like this that's happened. The only one I can think is Freddie Mercury was which was that a long time ago, yeah. and that was a lot of people, and that was one of the biggest watched events on TV, and this felt similar to that. Similar to the, the the cynic in you, Jackson, the asshole in me was like so many people posting about watching it. I was like, oh, you don't fucking like the Foo Fighters. Stop watching it. <laughs> but then I was like, uh, uh, this is a huge moment in rock and music history. Get yeah. the fuck over yourself. Dude, idiot. it was beautiful. Yeah. It was beautiful. Yeah, I'd well, say. There, there was a good variety of music, too. Even if you didn't care about Foo Fighters, they only played the last hour and a half, two hours. You could skip that. Yeah. 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 Don't skip it. No, you don't. But like, there's other stuff. If you, if you like Queen more, there's a bunch of Queen and. Uh, if Rush you like Queen more, do not watch that. <laughs> Queen is one of my favorite bands, and I was just like, "Holy shit, this is 
hard to watch. It's very, it's not great. Um, Except for Love of My Life. Yeah, which that's not the one he's singing. He's playing guitar and the crowd is singing. So, yeah, is what it is. Uh, moving along, uh, Pantera is reuniting. Fucking boo. Dimebag's dead. It, it, so, like, it, 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 it's interesting. This is why I brought this up. Uh, uh, I'm just going to go ahead and say it. I'm going to be loud and proud about it. I don't like Pantera. I think they're a very bad band. I've never really been into them. I was about to ask if you know who Pantera is. As a Southern person, (laughs) uh, it feels like saying that is a true hate crime around here. Oh, 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 but here's the interesting part about using that specific terminology is that they're fucking white supremacists. Okay, chill. So are all of them white supremacists or just uh, what's his face? uh, Phil, Phil and Selma. Singer and drummer. Isn't so the drummer dead? The drummer is the, dead. I, I thought, I thought, Vinnie I thought, Paul? I thought the current Vin- drummer was. So hold, hold up. I can't well, remember. Before we move on, the lineup is going to be Phil Anselmo, who is the original singer of Pantera. Re- uh, Rex. Rex Brown, yeah. who is the original bassist of Pantera. Zach Wilde will be playing guitar. And the drummer for Anthrax, Charlie okay, yeah. Benente? Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, but, so Paul th- was. This is a, this is a classic... Uh, classic um, Theseus's ship. Is this Pantera? I would argue, yes, it is Pantera. There's plenty of examples of, like, I can look at Lorna Shore. There are no members of that band who are original members. Yeah. I would say that's still Lorna Shore. Yeah. Uh, I think this is Pantera. Doesn't mean you have to go see them. I think it's I think it's still Pantera, and it baffles me that people are, like, super stoked about it. It, like, it, like blows. People are stoked, are they? Oh my God! Yeah, there's so many people who are so excited about it, and I'm like, I I think that there's there's something about like seeing Pantera live, which would be cool. Zach Wild is a like appropriate choice for a number of reasons, as well as Absolutely. being a piece of shit. Uh, but like, there's like, it's just it's it's one of those things where I I just wish that you know we would have you know yelled loud enough from the internet and been like, don't fucking do this. Yeah. Like, but there's enough Pantera fans who are. You know, I, I think the the majority of Pantera fans don't give a fuck and are here for that. So it's weird because Pantera, like, or, so in my mind, uh, the most notable parts of Pantera were Dimebag Daryl's playing of guitar and then Phil's singing. So the only thing left left you can hear in its original state now is Phil singing because Dimebag yeah. is dead. I. It's under my impression that all of, and I may be wrong on this, but all of Phil's like side projects, uh, solo projects, always did uh, Pantera covers. They so, did. So it's yeah. like, oh man, you guys could save a lot of money and just go see him at whatever shitty club at the door, Dallas. It's pretty like, much, yeah. yeah. He, I, I mean, I don't, I don't like Pantera either, but I will say that he does have an incredible voice. It's very I, unique. I'll, I'll, I mean, like I like a couple Pantera songs. I think Dimebag was was a game changer. I think like the, the way he played, the way he wrote riffs, it was a game changer for how we do a lot in metal now. And people being inspired by him makes a lot of fucking sense. Uh, but uh, no, no more. Yeah, what, this just feels like a money grab. Yeah. Was Dimebag booking their tour? Like, uh, a white supremacist? I think he played a Confederate uh, Confederate flag guitar, um, but I don't think he was. He out. absolutely did. He but did I don't think he out. was an outspoken like white supremacist. I think he just played a Confederate flag guitar. Regardless, they all have prejudices, yes. even yes. if they are not yeah. outspoken white supremacists. If I you're would playing that, argue at the time Confederate flag on a guitar is maybe not as bad as it would be today. 
Yeah, like, where it's like, like the Dukes of Hazzard. Yeah, you know, if you're doing you that heard now, Adam, it was a yeah. different time. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, if you're doing something with a Confederate flag now, you know you're being an asshole. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas then it was like... Or you're it, making a statement at the very least. Right. Yeah, yeah, there's a little bit of gray area back yeah. then. Yeah. So it's them, like especially in the South, like in Texas. Right. Like, yeah. See them at your like local not misguided, but Yeah, dude. Corey Taylor's so excited. I was so upset yeah. to see that he was like... Of course he is. Oh, God. Because he gets to put Pantera on the poster. Man, that upsets me. Uh, He's going to sell tickets. Dave, do you know... And like I've gone on this whole... This is a tangent. This is not related. So like anybody who's listening, don't associate what I'm about to say with Pantera. Dave, do you know who the singer of Black Flag is now? Yeah, Mike v- Mike Valelli. Mike Valelli. Mike Valley. Yeah, no, it's yeah. Mike v- Valley. Isn't that fucking Valley. insane? Valley. I saw that. And I was like, used the to fucking be Mike Valley. <laughs> yeah, the skater. Yeah. yeah, I was like, holy shit. For a while now. Yeah, I saw that, and they played at Rubber Gloves mm-hmm. like a few years ago. And I was like, damn, I could have like the the child in me would have been so excited to see him in person. They they played the weekend before everything shut down. Holy shit. Which dude. was when we were at Harvest House. Being like, where's everybody at? And those <laughs> and those fucking white supremacists came to Harvest House. That's right. That I was like the that, weekend yeah. before the pandemic. That's crazy. Wow. That but like back on Black Flag. <laughs> I know you guys really want to talk about white supremacy, but like back <laughs> on Black Flag. That's yeah. fucking Mike crazy. Mike V is the lead singer. That's so great. And like I saw pictures of him now and I was like, damn, he's got hair because the Mike that I know was bald. Yeah. He was the one on like Viva Alabama is like, I'll fight anyone. <laughs> yeah. There's that really famous footage that of him. He's that skater I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. That famous famous footage of him uh, with like three dude three or four dudes standing up to try and fight him and he just rocks all four of them. Yeah, that was like a thing he was known for was And he like, hated it. Like I can fight. I'm I'm a hockey player was his thing. And so people would show up and be like, All right, can I fight you? And he's like, Fine. Yeah. Specifically an enforcer. <laughs> wow which were just like hockey players that were hired to yeah. fight yeah um adam you got something to say nope i okay. just seen what's coming up next and that's what i thought <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't know how to bring it up either so uh arcade fires singer uh, uh <laughs> I, I, <laughs> from white supremacy to sexual assault allegations here's yeah. jackson after the after the last gig on this run we did i like we were at this Airbnb in the mountains, and it was beautiful. It's kind of like, kind of like murdery, but it was beautiful. Uh, and that's just, that's just straight up beautiful. <laughs> but like, for but you. like you could. Oh yeah, it's true. Please uh, don't call me after this podcast. <laughs> I swear to God, we're sitting in a serene location. You're like, it's kind of murdery. But, I like it. But but so like so like it's uh, the good kind of murder. The yeah. the rest of the the rest of the band and the other band we were on tour with decided to go lay outside and look at the stars, and perform other activities like yes, yes. <laughs> So I, hands. I, I, I didn't really want to like, I was trying to decompress. You didn't want to kiss. I didn't want to kiss. So I, uh, I sat inside and then I was like, I'm going to go outside and check on everybody. And I, I step outside and I hear them all talking about what we're about to talk about. And I was like, I'm going to go back inside. I can't <laughs> like, like, like I just hear a sentence like, man, I just, I just wish a win would have been better. Would it wouldn't have been, it would have been like gotten it, to, gotten his shit together. I'm like, I got to go inside. I yeah. can't be a part of this. So let's, let's go into it. So, Arcade Fire's uh, lead singer, Wynn Butler, has had multiple um, sexual misconduct allegations levied against him. Uh, And so there was this Pitchfork article that came out two, three days before their uh, world tour started. And uh, it details a lot of these uh, allegations with... um, they don't have the text in there, but they're frequently quoting text and all these threats that the uh, uh, the victims had se- uh, sent them and 
Uh, then also in it, when Butler is there completely refuting and saying like, yeah, no, like these things happened, but it was consensual, basically agreeing. So um, I'm not going to detail them. If you're interested, you can go read it. Um, I'm not interested in, in, you know, going through uh, detail by detail, but it, it, it's pretty damning stuff. And even if uh, there, there's a lot of people. So this band was huge for me. Um, like one of my, and you know, I'm to this day trying not to think about what does this mean for me? Do I want to listen to them? Anything like that? Because that's not the fucking point. I'm not going to go buy tickets. I have records. Not sure what I'm going to do with them right now, but I have them. I'm, they're just to the side. It's like, what? That's for a later date. For now, is to listen. Okay, like what? What happened? And how is the band going to respond? Is there a way for them to um, make things right for the victims, not for themselves, for the victims? Uh, and so, what happened? So, as I said, two, three days before the tour, this comes out, and Win Butler is in this. So, this isn't him being blindsided, and his wife also response i was gonna say they they obviously knew the story was coming and were contacted about it and then provided full full-on statements about it they had plenty of time to warn support acts feist and um beck and i think there's another opener they had plenty of time to let people know about this but everyone was uh supposedly blindsided which i'll get into in a second but uh so they knew this was coming. They they could have postponed the tour, or they could have come out and said, hey, this is going to happen, blah, blah, blah. Uh, they didn't do anything like that, because um, I guess that would be admitting culpability. And so they the shows come up, and everyone's like, is it going to happen? They play the show just like nothing happened. They play the show just fine. So Win Butler also does this thing, uh, if you've ever been to an arcade fire show, where he will, before they go on when the opener is on so at this show it was feist he will go and just hang out around the merch stand and just kind of like talk to people and take pictures with fans who might not be watching the opener and are just over there buying merch um but you would think in this situation don't do that no he absolutely did it he was out there there are pictures of him taking photos and I, i believe it was the guardian was there at the show and it was in Dublin, uh, and they basically they saw him taking pictures. They asked a woman. They said, "Hey, what do you think about these allegations?" She's like, "Oh my God, I'm devastated. I ne- I didn't hear about this. Like, I'm just now finding out." And then apparently, when Butler walked by, and she like got a big smile on her face, went and took a picture with him. No, nothing against her. Like, yeah, of course. It, she, like she just found out about it, so like she has no time to process it. And then. So the Guardian reporter walks up to Wynn Butler and says, hey, I'm from the Guardian. Are you going to address this on stage? And apparently he just kind of gives a smile and shrugs and then sticks his hand out to shake their hand. What the fuck? Yeah. I (laughs) mean, maybe he's so confident that he didn't do anything wrong that he's just not going to address it. And so then even then that you have to be in a different like headspace to just be like i'm going to continue to interact with fans which is where some of these accusations came from was him interacting with fans before shows and all and, of them came from that right? maybe just all like, of them were fans i didn't remember if all of them were maybe just like that. pretend to be empathetic for a fucking second yeah. like it, <laughs> like or like, not, uh, not act like oh I'm, 
Uh, I might not respond to it. Like him, even man. even like, if even if he thinks he did nothing wrong, yeah. At least like read the room. Yeah, yeah. like see yeah. that someone else thinks you did something wrong. Oh, but a lot of people think I did something wrong. So maybe I should address that problem because like like I, I don't know. It's just that it, it feels incredibly egotistical, and it feels like you're just not thinking about anybody else except for yourself. I mean, egotistical is pretty on brand for Arcade Fire, though. Yeah, and that that's the general sentiment among a lot of people in the fan group is that he has always uh had a fragile ego that you know it didn't take much to make it come out that like oh no 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 no, i'm the best that kind of shit um so i I, i've done the unhealthy thing of like just like sitting in their subreddit and reading through all the comments and it's been super just terrible for my mental health like a moth to a flame yeah and it it's just watching a car crash. And like for the first day of the tour, everyone's like, I can't believe this is happening. I couldn't get refunds on my tickets. So I'm going to go, but I feel really just like the vibes not there. I'm like, that's totally fine. And they're like, uh, and then there were people who were like, no, I don't give a fuck. They're just allegations like guilt or innocent until proven guilty to which like my thing on that is like, okay, most of these allegations occurred between when he was like 32 to 38. And, a lot of the allegations are with uh, women uh, who are between 18 and 22. It's like, first of all, that's not cool. Like that, like I get it's legal. Cool. Don't be a fucking asshole. That's fucking sketchy. It's sketchy yeah. as well, shit. Especially he, when you consider his, I guess, for lack of a better word, position of power being a famous yeah. celebrity, even at uh, the earlier parts of their career, he was still somebody to these people. Also, are there, are there like criminal charges here? Okay, so innocent until proven guilty is a crime thing. Yeah. We're just believing, like, we should, like, you know, if, if there's, if there's. Sorry, you know, I shook my head. No, I yeah, don't think a, I said it out loud. So no, there are not. I, I, it's like that. Using that argument would maybe mean something if we're like in a court of law, but we're like believing victims. That's the that's a that's you know that's a really important thing to do. And so people who have that to take them just that that just seems lazy. It's there, like, there's <laughs> also the whole like where there's smoke, there's fire stuff. There's a exactly. lot, lot of yeah. details in these stories where it's like these all have the same patterns. They all he's not refuting the same any of it. And he, yeah. he even said, "Yeah, I did that." What like, what did his uh, ex-wife? No, his wife. What did his wife say? His wife basically said, uh, "When she said has the most important thing is the band, and also he's a good husband." She said, "He's my he's my partner, my, and a good person, my uh, the father to my son and my bandmate." Uh, I believe Wynn has lost his way at some point, but he's found his way back. He's very short. And so it the whole thing, it, it's super upsetting. And like the whole fan base has basically quickly shot back to like, yep, it's it, this is our band. Like we don't care. So like there's no more, there's not, not no more, but there's a lot of like, it's just back to that. Most people aren't refuting it anymore in there. Um, and then also there, there were a lot of people who came forward when this uh, article came out that said, yeah, I had a similar uh, experience with when it was completely consensual, but there's definitely some power play in there. And like seeing this here, I had a similar experience where, yes, it was consensual, but you can't help but think, yeah, he's using his position of power. And a lot of this would happen at a restaurant that him and his wife owned. A bunch of really sketchy stuff. Um, so, yeah, a little bit moving on from that. But, like, so Feist was the opener. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm she, surprised she took part. So she put out this whole uh, response saying, I was, my band and I were at a pub 
in Dublin, like getting over jet lag, getting ready for the tour. And we read the same article everyone else did. We didn't have the luxury of like really formulating an opinion really quickly or really figuring out like, hey, do we go home? Anything like that. So I played the first two shows. I've now thought about it. I She dropped out and she's uh, leaving. And basically all of the merch, she put up a sign at her merch table saying like all of it, like it went to like the Dublin uh, Women's Association or something like that. It was a charity specifically towards uh it was a women's charity um but yeah it was very clear that she was like i don't want to fucking be here but what do i do yeah. i'm curious if back I mean, will that, drop that's i think that's a reasonable way to handle that because you can't just quit immediately that day and, and there are complex contracts here, right and it, getting yeah. out of other dates it's probably easier to get out of those dates but that specific day there's probably something about 24 hours or who knows what but they came out their first uh, song that they played was wake up which is their biggest song which was very and they never open with that that's always like the last song uh so it was very much most people were like this it, it wasn't on the set list that uh people had gotten from the stage and they're like this is very much them trying to win over the crowd with like here's our biggest song and yeah. I, it fucking worked apparently. which is also dirty as fuck too the whole thing's dirty like it's just like there are certain songs that they had uh specifically one called creature comfort and there's a lyric that says some girls hate themselves stand in front of the mirror and wait for the feedback you can't play that song anymore you yeah. can't or don't play it on the tour opener and i think i told adam this but like it was it, it's one of those things where the band couldn't sit there and talk to each other and go through their catalog and say hey we can't play these songs for a bit because of this because that would be you know admitting fault so they played that fucking song and it's just like come on guys read the fucking room so yeah, for me the, the acting like nothing is is going on is what's <clears throat> upsetting about it so even if they uh move forward as like a normal band and try to have a career or anything like that after this tour because the tour's still going on i've completely unplugged at this point because it's just way too upsetting it's so upsetting to watch somebody handle something like this so horribly but for me this is very similar and i'm not that they aren't equivalent actions but i think it's a kind of a uh, an opinion fallout for me similar to john mulaney where all of john mulaney's humor and appeal to me was that he was a wife guy and he felt very relatable he didn't feel like these big kingpins of comedy like kevin hart or anybody like that who it's like yeah he's massive he felt like, oh, he's a white guy. Yeah, I could relate with him. He's talking about being on the train, shit like that. And then when you find out all this stuff that, you know, through his divorce, I was like, oh, man, you are just like all the rest of them. So, like, once again, John Mulaney's in the right to do whatever he wants, but it felt uh, it was the complete vibe was off. And it's the same thing with uh, Arcade Fire, where even if they do everything right at this point and make things right, which they have not done. And in my opinion, they're not going to do, but even if they did that, uh, their whole, like, you know, it's very virtue signaling their whole thing. Do you, I mean, I don't, I don't know the members, like, I don't know much about arcade fire in general, but do you think any of the members will like, will walk away? I don't know. There's theories. So his brother left, uh, like eight months ago, maybe. And there's theories that that's this is why that he knew, but I don't that, believe that. That timing would line up because that's probably about when, who was it, Pitchfork 
was starting to dig around on this kind of story, and I'm sure that's when they started to hear about it. I don't believe that's why he I'm sure that's out. not the reason, but it could have been a Could have been the straw. Yeah. I don't know. There's a lot of, like, a lot of this stuff, uh, some of the allegations, there was one person who said uh, he was doing what he was doing, and that she asked him, hey, on their reflector tour, was like, hey, I can get me on the guest list. I want to go to the show. When Pitchfork asked, hey, why'd you do that? Uh, and she said, I felt so terrible in this relationship that I was like, well, I want something to get right. Out. Yeah. I, I, I want to get something out of this. And so she was 18 and she's showing up backstage and his wife's right there and the band's right there. That feels very like, how did the band not see something like that? That's super yeah, that, weird. That could be a case where his brother who has left the band at this point as always like maybe thought this is yeah. bad or something or had a disagreement about it. And like you said, the straw that the that straw that broke the kill. So. I've seen a lot of people turn a blind eye to a lot of things that are right in front of them. Yeah. yeah. Especially like when you're talking about, I mean, again, I don't know arcade fire very well. It's like a touring band, but I, I've heard a lot of stories lately of like bands that are mid-sized to bigger. They don't talk to each other. They, they don't, they, they, they let them do whatever they're going to do backstage. They like, do music and that's it they don't hang out they don't have fun yeah it's like, a it's a business which is part yeah. of what stood out with his wife's statement to me was she first says like he's the member of our band or whatever like yeah, yeah she it, doesn't make a point about like the being the father of their kids or kid or whatever yeah. or being a husband it's like he's my business partner like the whole thing's super upsetting and uh like just the last thing and then let's move on from this there was one of the um, victims who her mom was interviewed for this article. And her mom said, yeah, I knew something was off with my daughter whenever I, um, I, that I heard that Arcade Fire had released a new album and re- uh, announced a new tour. And she wasn't talking about it at all, didn't buy tickets, wasn't listening to the album. I was like, God, that is heartbreaking. Yeah. To think of a mom seeing her child just like, and obviously she's close enough with her daughter, either they live together or like they stay in that kind of contact with each other, that she noticed that. And, and then there's all these assholes on the internet saying shit like, there was one person in that Guardian article who said, hey, look, I'm not saying I agree with it, but men are going to be men. He's a rock star. It comes with this territory. It's like, oh no, my no, God. No, yeah. no, 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 no. It, o- it only ever used to come at the territory because we didn't have social media. We didn't have a way to make these people be held accountable. And it wasn't okay when Motley Crue was doing no, it. No, not at all. Yeah. Yeah, it was that nobody knew about it. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So let's move on from this because we could talk about it for a very long time. Here's a bit of a palate cleanser. It is for me at least. Uh, any any Ed Sheeran fans here? Yes. Don't, don't hate them. Are you actually... Like an act. I mean, like I, I listened to all of his shit. I've tried. I mean, I've listened to all of his albums. I don't know. If that... <laughs> I'm like the biggest fan. You know, like I, I got a, a that sounds like you're the, biggest, uh, yeah. <laughs> you're the biggest fan at this table. Yeah. Um. So Ed Sheeran is right. Are there? Uh, again, ask me if I'm a cradle of filth fan. If anybody's a cradle. Of filth. Is anybody a cradle of filth I'm fan? A he- I mean, like I listen to all their albums. Let's go, I, dude. I listen to all their albums. Uh, <laughs> I was a huge Cradle of Filth fan as a kid. That was like the band that got me into metal. Not as big of a fan anymore, but occasionally I'll go back and listen. Um, and so these two, Ed Sheeran 
is writing a song with Cradle of Filth, the singer Danny Filth. That's going to be fucking wild. Yeah, I mean, there's a there's a lot of pop stars who are doing this now. Well, basically, Ed Sheeran apparently said, oh, yeah, I'm a huge metalhead. I will never write and release a metal song. Like, that's not my territory. I couldn't do what they do. Like, they're so good at it. I'm not. Cool. Thank you for realizing that. So many artists, like, don't realize that and, like, step out of their lane into, a like, a genre that's like, hey, please don't do this. <laughs> um, not specifically metal. But, man, I can't, like... I don't like Ed Sheeran. I'm really not a, a fan of his music. I don't like hate him as a person or anything like that, but I'm so excited. I hope this comes to light. He basically said like, Oh, I'm a huge fan of cradle filth. And like, you know, so uh, then Danny filth said, Oh yeah, there have been some emails that have gone back and forth, but I doubt anything will come from it. And then like they've, uh, they've officially announced like, yeah, no, we're, we are writing and recording a song right now. Yeah. That's so cool. I love that. Yeah. It's like Halsey and, uh, uh, Atticus Ross and yeah. Trent Reznor. I think it's going to be I, like that. I think it's cool with people doing maybe the music they're influenced by but don't actually perform. I, I remember thinking uh, or hearing that Taylor Swift did a song with Tim Armstrong from Rancid, but I, don't, I, I, could, I couldn't I could actually find anything on that. She's a uh, – I think it's a huge, like – there's a spe- – Jimmy Eat World. She's a huge Jimmy Eat World fan. That'd be and great. she has, like, a Jimmy Eat World, like, tattoo, like, of their lyrics and, like, had them open up for one of her shows. That'd be great. That's a great thing. Like, she's way bigger than Jimmy Eat World is. And, like, to have them open for her, like, that's fucking awesome. Yeah. Yeah, it's a great way of using it. What if, in some twisted fate of events – Events of fate, blah 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 blah. Rings of power out on Amazon Prime now. Nice. Um, what if it's not an Ed Sheeran song? What if it's a Cradle of Phil song? That's what I was expecting. I mean, I would assume it would be. No, not me. Not at all. No, I, don't know. I, I, I would. I'm, I'm. I think it's gonna be an Ed Sheeran song. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Yeah. Really? Why would? What if it's both? Then it's a A side, B side thing. There's yeah. like a. Brendan a Ye- split. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Hell yeah, they're gonna release a split with that'd their zine. Sick. They're gonna yeah, they're gonna cover like one each or two of each other's songs. Yeah. That that's fucking great. Um I think it was uh, yeah, so Brendan Yuri, like his favorite band is Every Time I Die. And Brendan Yuri was on Low Teens, I think it was. Yes. He's on he one was. of their songs. Yes. And it was because like he was like, Man, I'm such a huge fan of y'all. And it's one of those things where it's like that band was never going to be as big as Panic at the Disco. Yeah. Yeah. So a great use of like, okay, well now Brendan Yuri's on your song. You're gonna get some boost from there, and mm-hmm. people do the Spotify shuffle. Um, yeah, all this does is take me back to if you guys remember the Doja Cat plenty and thing. Plenty, I was gonna mention that. Like this, 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 this like takes me back to that scenario where Doja Cat like basically ripped a Plenty song and like doing a version of her own song, and then they connected, and then there's been rumors for a while that they're gonna collab, and there have been other like pop musicians and metal musicians collabing, and I just I I want all of this all the time. Like this makes me so happy. Well, I think it's always been that way. There's always those like Aerosmith and Run DMC. Well, not necessarily that, but I'm, I, <laughs> I'm, I'm not, that's not that far off. Like at that time, System of a Down and Wu Tang Clan. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, Jay Z and Lincoln Park. Park. Uh, me and these nuts. <laughs> that wasn't good. You and your own nuts. Yeah. You don't play with your own nuts? I know I do. I definitely do. We'll put a bookmark in this. We'll talk about it later. Okay. Um, No, I want to talk about it now. Okay. Do you play with your... (laughs) I can't ask you that. (laughs) 
Can't Why can't you ask me that? I know your mother's listening. We're gonna do some <laughs> after this. We're gonna. That's do the fucking line. That's that's, the that's line. somewhere. That's that's yeah. <laughs> Not anything else that's been said on the show. Oh, after God. we're done recording, we're gonna have a sleepover and we're gonna do some dick tricks. <laughs> Stay tuned next week when Adam Jackson and I have laryngitis. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um. So why? <laughs> Um, we're all going to sound like NPR hosts. Yes. You already do. Just yeah, imagine. you really do. <laughs> you can't drop anymore, man. Oh, okay. Yeah, could you imagine if Adam sounded like this? <laughs> His voice will go higher. <laughs> That'd be really good. I, I wonder what Adam said. Well, I'm going to bring a helium balloon next okay. time. That sounds fun. Oh, let's do the intro with helium. What's the? Uh, there's the one that has the opposite effect of helium. Uh, Whip, helium. Whippets? I know no. what you're talking Nitrous? about, but... I don't know the name of it. Yeah. Dave. <laughs> um, That's real good. Thanks. So, Michael Stipe of REM is releasing his first single post REM. REM has broken up. They're apparently all still friends and still hang out and play together. But they said, yeah, we're never going to be a band together. Which I think is like super fucking healthy. The yeah. way that they said yeah. that, I'm like, cool. That's so awesome that you guys like. We're like, yeah, we're not a band anymore. We still get together. We play Losing My Religion all the fucking time. You guys just aren't invited. Awesome. <laughs> I yeah. love that. I, I, I love great. that. Super healthy. I was going to say, very healthy compared to some other bands who Absolutely. are around the same age. <laughs> um, but uh, the only reason I'm bringing this up is it will also be the first commercially available bioplastic, not vinyl, but uh, you know, record, record. LP, yeah. uh, have you guys been seeing like on TikTok? I've gotten a lot of like uh, companies or like a specific company that's like trying to post like, "Hey, like we make like biodegradable records. We do that kind of stuff," which is like interesting to think of, especially when we're kind of like now thinking of like vinyl as like a collector's market of a sort. It's interesting that in their sales pitch, he said, "And then when you're done with it, you, it can go back to the earth." And I was like, "Yeah, but I'm not gonna be done with it." Yeah, eventually you will though that's one aspect of this that seems strange to me because it's I, I understand the environmental reasons for wanting to do it but but at it, the same it was time, a different time it's really cool <laughs> that we have yeah <laughs> it's really cool that we have records from you know the 50s that still play just as good as they did in theory exactly today depending on their condition and everything but that wouldn't be the case for any kind of biodegradable anything it's going to wear down over however many decades so the bioplastic record is not supposed to be biodegradable, I believe. But yeah, the biodegradable I'm, one, I'm yeah. I'm completely there with yeah. you. Where it's like, well, I don't want it. To I guess I don't degrade. understand the difference between bioplastics and biodegradable. Maybe I'm wrong. But oh, um, well, wouldn't wouldn't bioplastic be that it's just like made from like a recycled thing? That's how I interpret. I mean, that's how all vinyl records are could be made today, at least. Yeah. So 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 it so. could be so that. But then like biodegradable would just mean that it can that it like when it when when you're done with it it's fine just toss it outside yeah yeah <laughs> i bet you that would help with the production uh, limitations i don't think uh, i think the production limitations though are the pressing hardware right like yes isn't that the whole oh, thing okay. and that's why jack white made a big deal about he's got six of them or whatever and yeah and by made a big deal he made a one minute video yeah. well and he's been pretty much every interview of his is like i'm saving vinyl and you're like you are, but you don't have to tell everybody. We already know that. One <laughs> record was enough. <laughs> Stop saving vinyl. 
<laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I I thought it was interesting, but yeah, we'll I, see if this it is definitely a, is. Yeah, after uh, I mean, with the with the 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 biodegradable thing, it feels wrong. Like it feels like why? Like I don't understand. But what you said it was bioplastic. Is that, is that what it's called? Yeah, bioplastic. Yeah. I mean that that seems fine if it's just like a way to make the record. Right. But like if it's biodegradable and the intention is like yeah, when you're done with it, put it in the trash. Like I mean, like it is a collector's market. Nobody like yeah. I, I was just talking with somebody about like they have so much fun shopping on Discogs. Exactly. So it's like what they're gonna go look for the best record that they can throw in the trash. Like, <laughs> but, <laughs> fuck this record. <laughs> like, I mean, then you wouldn't feel bad about throwing away your Arcade Fire records. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's fair. Um, have you met Ted? Um, <laughs> what? That that's the first thing my. Uh, Brain went to <laughs> How I Met Your Mother reference. Yeah, I don't know why. That's two weeks in a row we did How I Met Your Mother. Mm. Interesting. <laughs> here, here, here's the caveat. Here, here's the flip side of this. Is that the uh, same discussion. thing as caviar? Uh huh. It's very salty. <laughs> Just tickle your nipples. No, my nipples oh. are over here. It looks like you went. Uh huh. <laughs> I'm checking to see if my heart's still big. It's oh. still big. Um. So. You guys really made me lose my caviar train of the, thought. The caveat. So, if it and this is similar to those old like uh, detective comics of the day, is that they were printed on uh, that's DC comics. Um, I'm just confused where you're going with this. That's no, all. no, no. It'll make sense. Just sit down and shut up. <laughs> uh, those uh, the original comics, like Superman one, was printed on a like newspaper. Uh, paper okay. like yeah. it is pr- it was printed it was supposed because like back in that time um you would read a comic then you'd throw it away that was the way that it was consumed this and is the way just, just like newspapers yeah just sit down and shut up <laughs> and then similar thing i've talked with uh people my parents age about how i collect vinyl and they'll say yeah it's so wild that you guys do that like i used to like i would listen to a you know a record and then whenever i was kind of done with it after a while we'd like go out in college and use it as a frisbee and i was like Holy shit. And so now, if we're going to have these biodegradable ones, and let's say that their lifespan is 50 years, the ones that live, that's your Superman number one there. Yeah. Good point. Yeah. Thank you. Yep. Sit down and shut up, Adam. I was going to say, everyone can stand up and talk now. Yeah. Oh, I can? Yeah. Go for it. Everyone. Everyone? I can stand up and talk. I got one more I mean, piece of news. Th- there is one really good aspect to this, though, is that we can assume that vinyl sales are going to continue at the rate they are. There's not really any reason that that would drop off, if not grow more. So this is good to have more alternative sources for it instead of plastics. And I'm sure the the pressing and manufacturing side of this is probably better than all the gases and stuff that come with processing PVC. Hopefully. Yeah. Yeah. Who knows? So... I got one more piece of news, and I feel like I just have to say it because I know Hagen will if I don't. Britney Spears released her first new song since, I think, 2016? Yes. I wasn't going to say it, but yes. Okay. Well, he was going to say it. Eh. <laughs> eh. Is it really a Britney Spears song? It, here's my thing with Britney Spears. Why? <laughs> She's barely on it. Oh, I see what you're saying. No. Yeah, I got attacked when I said similar stuff as well. No, Don't no, I, I didn't know we're if you meant like... We're going to hold hands in solidarity here. <laughs> I, I didn't know if you meant... Apparently we're hold not. Hold his goddamn hand. Hold his goddamn hand. I didn't nope. know... Swing and a miss. I didn't know if you meant like, is it really a Britney song because of all the producers on it or something? I didn't know if that's, no. that was the point you were making. I mean, that, is, that, that does sound like a point I would try to make. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I couldn't really tell where she was. 
Probably in the studio. Fuck off, dude. <laughs> I'm talking about like in the actual song. I listened yeah, to yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I was just listening to it, and my wife was like, What is that? What are you listening to? Yeah, and right. I was like, It's a new Britney Spears single. She was like, Are you sure? Is it real? <laughs> and I was like, Apparently it's real. She was like, It doesn't sound like Britney Spears. I was like, Yeah, it's fucking Elton John. Yeah. Um, at the end of the day, good honor. Some people seem to really like it. Uh, the way I, I'm really happy Britney Spears is able to choose her own life now. Uh, but I do, I worry, I'm still going to listen to the music. I'm still going to give it a chance. Maybe I'll see her live at some point. But the way that people are now, like, obsessively tracking her day-to-day and anything she posts online, I, I'm i not saying it's this, but I'm, I'm so worried that it is going to have the same effect or a similar effect of, like, oh, man, this, is gonna, this could be, like, toxic for her, no pun intended. Yeah, I know what you mean. And also, there's all that stuff about her and her relationship with her kids. Yeah. And, like, today I saw some article about how she said, oh, I don't believe in God anymore. I'm like, man, we need to stop, like, obsessively consuming this, uh, like, anything we can get from Britney Spears. Because because she wasn't able to have, like, the internet for so long, she is, uh, like, an internet age, like, a teenager right now. Yeah. And so it's like, man, y'all are going to fuck her up. Yeah. Y'all are going to fuck her up if you're not careful. So, yeah. Um, that's all the news I got. It's a lot of news. Yeah. I don't think it was a lot of news. I think we just talked we just about talk a lot. two of them <laughs> for a long you time. You just talk too much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You guys got anything else? No. No. Nice. I thought so. I think it would be fun <sighs> to hear a full brand new Britney Spears record. And it'll happen. It's absolutely going to happen. She, yeah. We've talked about this on the show already, but she did that TikTok video where she was singing, uh, I think, Hit Me Baby One More Time. Yeah. Without like any auto-tune or anything. Yep. And it was interesting. It was very interesting. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Are we doing what we're listening to or now? Yeah. Sure. Oh, yeah. sure. I'm going to stop asking. Yeah, let's you do You always ask like we're not going to, and then we do. It's like something we do pretty much every episode, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I've been listening to Randy Newman. Can you say it differently, please? <laughs> I've been listening. Randy Newman. Randy Newman. <laughs> short people. <laughs> What's that short people song he has? You know that? Uh, I think little people. <laughs> little people. They're so small. Yeah, it's it's fucking weird. <laughs> it's so funny. His 2017 record Dark Matter is uh, it's pretty pretty wild. It's pretty out there. That dude's crazy. He I've is fucking crazy. My partner saw him at her college. Live. Live. And she was like, yeah, I'm going to just go. Like, of course I'm going to go. It's free. And he's the Toy Story guy. Yeah. And she said that, like, a lot of the, like, she's like, I didn't realize, but Randy Newman has some, like, really meandering, like, Vietnam protest songs. And she's like, holy shit. Imagine the Toy Story guy talking to you about, like, and they're sending us to die on television. Yeah. Yeah. There's a song called Putin where Jesus. he just talks about how much of a piece of shit Putin is. Incredible. And that could have been written in the 80s, could have been written in the 90s. Yeah. Maybe yesterday. Well, like the, oh, no, it's from 2017. Oh, know, yeah. The you opening got song. A wall with me. <laughs> oh, That's good. Thank you. Um, the opening song is him. Uh, it's called like The Great Debate where he, the, he sets the scene where it's they're arguing about science and he has a bunch of scientists on one side and a bunch of religious people on the other side and the scientists give reasons for why dark matter exists 
and then the religious people just sing we believe in we have faith in god and it's like really gospely and there's like points points for the church <laughs> it's just like that's how fucking we get brainwashed by that the church sounds like a really fucking good song it's wild and at the end he's uh there the people are like you just don't like us and he's like you know i'm a fucking atheist that's what he says in the song <laughs> Like, oh my God, Randy Newman. (laughs) But it sounds like Toy Story music. But he did Toy Story. It sounds like Toy Story music. He can't curse. Yeah. That's crazy. It's wild. I'm going to go listen to this now. Yeah. It's out there. I got a car ride where no one's going to call me. (laughs) (laughs) Hello. (laughs) Is this Gladys? No, it's Batman. (laughs) It's Batman. (laughs) Batman, what are you listening to? (laughs) Well, um... Listen to a lot of different stuff because I drove to Colorado and back from Colorado. Justice. Um, yeah, listening to Justice. <laughs> Dude. It sounds awesome. Thanks. <clears throat> um, yeah, I'm listening to uh, I've been listening to a lot of good stuff. I actually put on the Theo Katzman live record and the band freaked out. They loved it. <laughs> but but realistically, like if there's something new I've been listening to um, that will probably get me yelled at is uh, I've they've been listening to the new panic at the disco album um yell at him adam why are we yelling at you because because ah. a lot of people are mad about that album okay mike uh, viola had a big part in that record a lot of people are mad about that album yeah they're like what about jimmy violin <laughs> i don't know little jimmy with the violin little yeah and jimmy. sarah bass what about her jimmy is busy eating world oh fuck nice is he full yet yeah this is like that dude who like ate like trains and like cars and stuff. Yeah, I think he was French. Probably sounds like something a French person would do. Anyway, what do you think of the new Panic? Record? I didn't yell. I just stopped you talking. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, that's fine. That's probably better for me anyway if I don't talk. Um, but I like the album a lot. The second song is bad. Everything else I really like. It really he. I mean, the the, the only complaint I have realistically is stop calling it Panic at the Disco. Yep. Like stop. I agree with that. Stop. And like, stop calling it that, that sells records. Tame Impala. That too. And Feist. But my thing, my my biggest. You're a thing, person. My biggest thing is that Nine like nails. I wa- I watched a TikTok that was complaining about this album yesterday, and they were basically saying like the lyrical content is bad. And I'm like, I'm sorry. Did we did we listen to the very first? And then he used the first Panic of the Disco album as an example of good lyrical content. And I'm like, <laughs> no, this is this is also weird. Like. Yeah. It's not like he's ever been an amazing lyricist. Uh, and like he, people are saying that it's he's like pulling on his 70s inspirations and it's really cringy. And I'm like, it's he's been doing that for a while now. And if anything, this album is just pushing his voice. Like the, the, the shit he's singing is insane. Yeah. They cover absolutely. Bohemian Rhapsody. What do you expect? It's absolutely. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like it's on it, the record. No, 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 no. Oh, live. no. Between the Buried and me did that. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but it's like it's absolutely wild to like hear people complain about this just because like it's kind of cheesy. It's like have you listened to anything they've done ever, ever, ever? It's all cheesy. It's all cheesy. Like it's the same complaint of like this Star Wars movie has bad writing. They all do. They all <laughs> yeah, have horrible writing. Yeah. Like what are you looking for in this? Um, Mikel Lotito was a French man who ate. 18 bicycles, 15 shopping carts, 7 TV sets, 6 chandeliers, 2 beds, 1 pair of skis, 1 computer, uh, 1 aircraft. Um, <laughs> it, it's got like all the call numbers and stuff. 1 waterbed, 500 meters of steel chain at once, 1 coffin with handles, 
one Guinness Award plaque, I remember that, and 45 door hinges. He died... Uh, no shit. <laughs> 10 days after his 57th birthday of natural causes. Does this look like a 57-year-old to you guys? That man looks like he could be 80. I mean, I yeah, think... He's, I, he's into his 90s. I gotta know what his poops were like. Not great. What have you been listening to, album? Album, what have you been listening to? Uh, I listened <laughs> to David Bowie's disco album, Let's Dance, because they covered it at the, the Terrell yeah. Hawkins tribute Let's thing. Let's Dance. And, they mentioned on stage, they were like, it's his best best selling album of all time. And they implied it was the best David Bowie album. And I was like, it's Is not, it? but I'm going to go listen to it again. I'll give it a fair shot as a more grown up adult now. And it's still not. Yeah, I was going to say, isn't that it's, it's similar catchy, to Queen where people didn't like that album? Critics didn't like it, uh, but it, it's his number one selling album by a lot. Yeah. Well, so. and Hot Space, I believe, is the Queen album has Under yeah. Pressure on it. Yeah. Which David Bowie's on. So. Uh, so yeah, that was it. <laughs> I still wouldn't recommend the album to people. Turns out that song "Let's Dance" is super fucking good. There's a lot of like for a catchy songs on there, but they go on too long. Yeah. Yep, that song "Let's Dance." I always put it on. I'm like, "Let's dance," and then like a minute and a half, and I'm like, "Fuck, this is a five minute song." I love that song. It's it's really good as a thing that appears in movies for about a minute. Right. <laughs> exactly. Um, what are you listening to, Jackson? I've been listening to Orville Peck's uh, most recent album, Bronco. Uh, I'm ashamed to say that for a while I've wanted to get into Orville Peck, but just wasn't like I was super, the, the lyrics were refreshing. It was nice to hear country music, not talking about the same old well-trodden ground. Um, but at the end of the day, I was like, this is still like so country and I can't like, couldn't break myself away from that. Uh, so I don't know why today I, I was just like, I, I want to give Orville Peck another try. Um, and I saw he had a new album, so I listened to it. And it's super fucking catchy. And it's a really long album. And I looked at I was still having that issue of like, man, this is so country. But it's so catchy. I see some good in it. And then I, I read some stuff about him. And I hate that this is what like unlocked it for me. I was like, oh, he was like, he was on West End for a while. And he was in Broadway and like all this stuff and toured uh, like that. And then so I immediately... I started listening. I restarted the record, and I was like, "I'm gonna think of this like a show." I'm not listening. <laughs> nothing wrong with that. I'm not listening to a country artist. There's nothing wrong with that, but uh, it, it's super shitty that I had to do this because at the end of the day, it was organically good music. But I had to put myself in this headspace to get into it. But now I'm like, "Holy shit, this is so good!" If we did a top ten. Uh, of our albums of the year, like this would definitely fucking make it. Oh, dude, I'm I don't gonna know. get to you in the country. Absolutely not. <laughs> See this, but that's the fucking problem. Just, just, just admit it's good country. Country is bad. This album's good. Watch the Shania Twain documentary. I'm not interested. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I won't do it. I'm just like I had a fight with people at work about country the other day, and I was like, whoa, shit, I'm not being professional at all. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and and that's the thing. I, I'm still like I'm adamant. Like I I just like I don't like country. I like the chicks. Is that country? Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. But like. But like. But like. But even then, their music has that same old shit. Where I'm like, God, do we have to talk okay, about the same so thing? There's a whole fucking history of country music that I'm positive you would really enjoy. There and, and so like most people who try to do this with me, they start showing me stuff. I'm like, dude, I'm not doing anything with you. <laughs> I'm not doing anything with you. But most people who like try to get me into country, they just end up showing me shit that I'm like, God, this is just folk music, guys. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, I like folk music. Then, then you like country. You would, you would like especially old historical yeah. kind of country. Maybe go to the go to Nashville and go to the museum. You'll, but that, you'll, but you're, you'll appreciate it more. You're, you're doing you're drawing a line of like because it's reminiscent of folk music, if you'll it, like it because it's folk music. And same thing with the Orville Peck thing because he comes from Broadway, you'll like it. If so, it's not pushing the gay yeehaw agenda, <laughs> I'm not interested. <laughs> I'm not interested. Yeah, but uh, Orville Peck's Bronco. It's super, like the first five songs, the whole record's great. But like the first five songs, I was like, these are just fucking pop hits after pop hits. So uh, yeah, check at least those out. You'll really like them. Cool. Anything else? Anything else? Anything Jackson likes country. These nuts. You like country? These nuts? Yep. That's bad. I'm not sure if that's better. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> that it, makes no it's sense. It's fucking stupid. <laughs> All right. Anyway, um, thanks for listening, everybody. We really appreciate you guys being here. Thanks for running the news today, Jackson. I know that you said no news, and then you did news. Uh, what? Uh, I think your, Hagen will be back next week. Your computer is blank. That is an alien face. Thank yeah, you, you for you? listening today, everybody. If you haven't already, please follow or subscribe on whatever podcast app you are using. If you are on social media, you can find us at DFTA Podcast on Instagram or Don't Feed the Artists on Facebook. If you want... To, uh, Hagen, shut up. Hagen? No, no, no. Sit down wait, wait, wait. Shut up. <laughs> Hagen will still so, have this voice. You're, you're talking too loud. Sit down and now. shut up. Hagen will have this voice God whenever this episode comes out. If you email quick enough what you want him to say, he might record it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the this is our first thing. Yeah, do it for free, y'all. You can email us. He's not going to do it for free, apparently. No, I just <laughs> did. I just say, I said I'll do it for free. Anyway, thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, fuck off. Give me a towel. I was hoping he would say it. Give me a towel. <laughs> Give me a towel. Where's Rachel? <laughs> 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 <laughs>